to Let's Thrive the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and it's a pleasure, as always, to have you here listening. If you're new, welcome. If you're an OG, welcome back. And if you are new, just welcome. And also a heads up, this podcast really doesn't have confines or bounds. <laughs> uh, it's very broad in that there is such a collection of solo episodes and guest interviews, ranging from general health and wellness to spirituality, mental health, emotional health, and general life experiences and stories. And I have found that in my personal growth, evolution, life experience journey, the content that has helped me learn and grow and feel inspired the most has been honestly a blend of the more educational facts to the point with the more personalized experiential stories in which I can see a part of me reflected in someone else and then the inspiration and empowerment and just like life knowledge weaved into honestly both of those sort of categories and so that's what I always try try (laughs) to provide through here and I really hope that whether you're here for whatever you're here for I suppose whatever you're here for I hope you can find value or feel less alone or resonate with something and yeah maybe it's one episode maybe it's a few but moving on to today's solo this topic I got the inspiration about an hour ago I was out walking and it struck and I was like yes this is what I need to record about tonight and it is my journey and my experience with I guess it would be overcoming or moving through, let's say moving through, a fear from my past in order to enhance and grow in the present. And that is a fancy way of saying how I decided to work with a personal trainer for fitness and I guess food nutrition coaching as well to improve my relationship with my body, myself, movement, food, all of the above. And why this wasn't just a simple choice for me is that maybe you've been around for a bit and you know a bit about my past or maybe you don't, but either way, I had a long, long stint with um, straight up like eating disorder, anorexia nervosa, um, and then I had disordered eating for years to follow that of, you know, the binge restrict cycle and orthorexia and any label you wanted to throw on me I probably had at some point or another and my accounts on Instagram this podcast all started as I was really working to recover and move through and move on from those pain points of my life and so it's really been a big part of my identity for probably about half of my life (laughs) you know I'm 23 and I was moving through all that from the ages of about 11 to 21 so big chunk of time in which my identity was so wrapped up in those parts of me and those were me and I I couldn't tell what was what and who was who earlier this year you know I'm now 23 when I started to consider working with a personal trainer and coach I had all these stories start popping up about why I shouldn't and why it's not a great idea and When I would bring them up in therapy, because my therapist, you know, she knew of my past, and so I could talk with her about these things and feel as though she understood, and I told her that I had been feeling the call 
for a couple months at that point to work with a personal trainer and coach yet I had all these fears and stories about why I shouldn't and couldn't and so she really helped me dive into them and what we discovered was that my intention for working with a personal trainer and coach was to learn more in lieu of movement and nutrition and recovery and all of that and I wanted to feel supported I had been you know yo-yo dieting and doing all these exercise programs and stuff on my own for years and I really wanted to feel as though I had someone there not holding my hand but you know sort of on the other side of the fence cheering me on and being there for support when I needed it and with those being my intentions my therapist you know was like well then why not like why why not go for this and that was when I then expressed my fears of yeah but like with my past is it is it a good idea and should I really do that like what if I what if I retreat and go back to those patterns and those cycles? And even saying those aloud to her at the time really sparked up in my mind what was happening there. And what was happening was that I was letting a story and identity and fear from my past infringe on a present moment, infringe with this present life I've created. I was letting like, old fears essentially control and direct me here in the present moment and when I started to realize like whoa 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 I don't that 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 doesn't feel right (laughs) like where did that messaging come from of like that that fear messaging and so when I dove into that I just really started to see like just the intense emotions that were tied up there I think for me it was like this fear of what if I go back into like over-exercising mode or restrictive mode and this personal training coaching system just fuels that and next thing you know, I'm like back in a full-blown eating disorder. And even thinking that, I was like, nope, actually that will never happen. I have too much awareness and too much, honestly, just like presence in life to ever let myself get back to where I was is it fair and valid that I have maybe extreme tendencies and if left unchecked, I have some habits and behaviors that could get a little out of hand? Yes, that's very valid and very fair. And so I think for me, that was when I then decided like, okay, well maybe maybe I can do this. It's just about letting others in about what I'm moving through. And letting my personal trainer coach know that, hey, this is my past. I don't want to live in fear of it. I don't want to let it dictate my future. However, I would like to share this awareness with you so that if you ever see me or sense that I'm acting in a way that might be a little obsessive or a little extreme or a little, I want to control this situation, then please, by all means, like step in, do a check-in with me, like, bring me back to reality, remind me of my intentions and my goals with this program. And so that's what I did. (laughs) I signed on with this personal trainer, coach program, I guess you would call it. And I expressed them very openly. This is my past. These are, you know, things I've moved through before. If you can please, you know, check in with me here and there, be aware of that. And so it's been about six, seven months of working together now. And I have never felt so secure in my relationship with food, movement, body image, and just like 
honestly overall self it has been amazing to work with a coach that really takes into account my physical well-being but also my mental and emotional and really helps and supports me through weeks when I'm not feeling that great mentally how to you know be with that mental state and how to work with it and same with emotions and then when it comes to the physical sense like noticing times when I'm like a little I'm just not really eating quite enough for how much I want to be training and for her to gently remind me like hey we need you to be eating a bit more if you want to be working out at this caliber or you know hey we scheduled you two full rest days a week let's make sure you're fully taking those to rest and recover or you know if I'm getting down about body image or something just reminding me that is the like least important thing about me (laughs) and how to be with that emotion but also not let it dictate and direct my present and like I could just go on and on about how supportive and seen and happy I've just been with this decision to work with a personal trainer and coach and I'm sharing this not because I think everyone needs to go do that I'm sharing this because it was a very interesting phenomenon for me to realize that I was letting stories and fears from my past make such a direct impact on my present moment and my future, to be honest, right? Because this investment and this journey is going to stay with me and keep with me for the times to come. And so that was just, that's been so curious to me. And I share because I think that probably happens to us all. (laughs) And I'm sure it'll happen to me again in another area of life. It's I guess just a part of living and what it comes down to at the end of the day is that we can never eradicate fear and you know stories will always be spinning in our minds and there's all this messaging right there's always going to be these things there in our field and maybe you know tripping us up and (laughs) just kind of messing with us in a way what matters is how we move through it and how we take action how we react how we respond It's how we move through it and grow through it and learn from it. And I'm really have been trying to make the most of this experience in that it just, it feels like my life has taken such a 360 in the best ways since making some big decisions, not only with personal training, like there's other things in my life that have been like this, right? I'm using this personal training coaching as one example. It's just so cool to me to see how when you can feel the fear and do it anyway (laughs) and do it with support and do it with awareness and intention and presence so many beautiful lessons can unravel and come from it and so many beautiful little growth moments can occur because of it and you can really just change your life in such drastic or subtle ways when you stop letting fear hold you back And easier said than done, right? Like, it's not that fucking easy. I know. Trust me. Trust me. Like, I get it. I feel it. But sometimes we just need that reminder and these words to be said so that maybe next time we feel that fear come up, we can feel it a little bit more or we can move through it a little bit more or maybe we actually step through it and with it and take the action step or do the thing or whatever it is. I'm just such a big believer in repetition and the more you hear something even if it sounds ludicrous and ridiculous in the moment the more you hear it and the more it's in your psyche and the more it's just like in your mind 
the more likely you are to eventually at some point embody it or believe it or just trust in it. And now that can go both ways, right? Like you could be getting some real good things flowing in and you could be getting some maybe not so great things flowing in. And that's where being aware and intentional with the messaging you're taking in and the content you're consuming and the stories you're even letting yourself like believe and listen to like that's important but that's a whole other tangent rant so back to the point here is that my life has changed like a lot in the best of ways since I stepped through that fear and took the action and trusted in myself because that's the other part right is trust The fear and the stories were that I would go back to what was and I would fall into old habits and old patterns and old cycles. And once again, that's valid. It's valid to feel that fear and have those stories, but we can choose how to respond and we can choose how to react and we can choose to trust in ourselves that this time will be different. Oof, that hits, doesn't it? Like at least that hits for me. Because I'm thinking of all the other areas of my life that this also feels true. I have a lot of fear around connection and intimacy and love. And that old story that comes up of every time I'm about to go on a date or every time I'm about to make a new friend of like how it'll go or how it'll end. And what's made the most, shift, the most shifts in my life these last few months has been learning to trust in myself and always trust in myself that I won't go back to disordered eating and over-exercising and restriction. Trusting that I can love people and connect and have deep relationships and it won't end like it did before. I can trust that things will be different this time because I trust in myself to carry through and to be there for myself no matter what happens. I can't control the outcome. I can't control a lot of things in the journey. I can't control a lot in general. But I can be with myself throughout it and build such a trust in self and promise to self that no matter what happens, like I know I will be okay, that I then feel I have the courage to move through that fear and to take the action and to do the things. And I recorded a podcast episode maybe like two or three back about courage and fear and how they intertwine and really play such a pivotal role in a lot of decisions and actions in our life and and I think this is I guess maybe like a micro example of that but yeah it's just been interesting like I can't here I am six seven months now working with this coach personal trainer and I can't believe that I once almost like had a completely different path to follow because I was about to let fear and a story of the past hold me back like I just can't imagine where I would be right now if I had not made that decision. Maybe I'd have, you know, decided to do it a few months later, whatever it was, but like, I just, uh, I believe like so many things happen for a reason and guided and meant to be and aligned and just like, I, I don't know, I just truly think this has been such a big part of everything that's unfolded for me these past few months and so I'm so proud and happy that I went for it and I did it. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about this with about with this though is that once I did start the program I had this other fear creep in because I you know I started I was like oh this is going to be amazing I could already feel how good it was going to be for me and then I realized like oh I want to share about this because it feels so good and 
I'm so excited with how my relationship to food and movement and body is shifting. And this feels like one of the best things I've ever done for my recovery and peace of mind. And I was like, I want to share about this. I want to speak and, you know, kind of journal the, or capture the journey. And then I felt this big fear settle into my chest of like, but what will people think? Will people judge me because they know of my past and they think that I'm just falling back into old habits? Or will I trigger people that have been following me for more like recovery content and they see this as like a betrayal or as a like, what is she doing or should I be doing that? And I just had all these stories start popping up about like, oh, I can't share about this. Or like, if I do share about it, I have to explain like my entire reasoning and go into all these stories with it because I I need people to understand where I'm coming from. I need them to know that they have nothing to worry about. I'm okay. And I need them to know that I don't want to trigger them and I, I want them to be okay. And I, I need, I need, I just like, I couldn't stop spiraling with this. I need to explain myself. I need others to understand. I don't want to unintentionally hurt or upset somebody messaging. And I would talk about it in therapy and I would bring it up with friends and I just couldn't, I couldn't settle my mind around it. I couldn't come to a conclusion and peace of like, what do I do? And then I had a conversation with a good friend who Instagram is a bit, it's just unique to him, you know? It's his personal views and life truth and he's very honest about his truths and what he believes in. And so it was really neat to see him with that approach to Instagram where I have always been very like overthinking and trying to keep everyone from being triggered and play both sides and keep everyone happy and we had this conversation about just essentially like owning your truth how living in fear of others judging you or of triggering someone or of upsetting someone is just like such a heavy weight it's as though you're masking yourself it's as though you're filtering everything and it's like how do you show up as your actually authentic self if you are always constantly shifting and adjusting to like please those that might see your content and that all makes sense right i was like yeah duh of course i just had never maybe let myself fully feel into that and to realize that he had a very valid point that how can I be my most authentic self if I'm constantly shifting, adjusting, changing how I say things, like kind of showing up as this both ways kind of gal just to keep everyone happy, keep the peace, not trigger, not upset anyone. Like that's that's not me. I'm actually, I have like pretty firm and strong beliefs and truths and I love to speak my mind and I love to share the things in my life and to be able to just do that and not fear so much like what will others think of me or what will this do for others like I don't know it was just so freeing and ever since then I have found myself being more and more just open and sharing what's coming up for me and what's happening in my life and not worrying like if someone sees that I'm working with a personal trainer or coach and they have their thoughts about it like great that's their perception of reality and that's their perception of like seeing me through a very like singular outward lens and not knowing maybe my full truth or my full story and if me sharing about working with a coach or a trainer triggers someone unfortunately that is theirs to work through 
A trigger is a personal thing. If someone triggers you, that is not on them. Nope. (laughs) That is on us. That is on the person feeling triggered. It's a like reflection and testament to something that is within you that needs attention or more care, support, whatever it might be. And this other person is just like reflecting that back to you or they're bringing it up for you or they're just like embodying it right there for you. And when I started to really accept that, A, I suddenly felt so much freer about sharing and not having to worry about every person that might see it. And then B, it was very pivotal for me as well because accepting that truth then allowed me to fully accept like, oh, so this person that's triggering me, that's a me thing. That's not them. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) So like accepting that truth for sharing with others allowed me to fully accept that truth within myself and for myself. And so I've been able to really face a lot of my triggers and work with and through my own stories and triggers and things that have been brought up, like my own shadow stuff, while showing up more and more authentically as me and knowing that if someone else is feeling triggered, that is for them. That is for them to work through and that is not something that I can carry the weight of or not something that I choose to carry the weight of. And with that being said, yes, I will always be mindful of what I am sharing. And even then, I think there's a lot of ways that I still maybe not filter, but I just try to be super intentional with the language I use, the information I'm sharing, and the way I share things to be mindful of people on their own journeys. I have like dear people that I know follow me that are working through and struggling with disordered eating or trauma, grief, whatever it is, right? And I I personally know them or I just have a deeper connection with them and I want to be mindful for them, but I also want to be authentic to me. And so if I am sharing something that I think possibly could be a trigger for someone, I will try my best to include an explanation or include a takeaway or include something within that bit of content to hopefully like redirect a trigger that might pop up or to hopefully like give them something else to think about besides a trigger or like whatever it might be. So that's just like one way that I think I try to balance like being me and showing up authentically and truly and fully while also being aware and mindful of my responsibility as a creator, as a friend, as a just person in this space and so that is how i'm navigating it for at least now (laughs) at least this season i'm sure as the weeks and months and time goes on i'll have even more revelations and realizations come through but yeah i just i really felt called to share a bit about this because as of late i'm sharing more and more about that journey with training and coaching and movement on my Instagram stories and I've never really gotten to dive into it here and I do think it's I I think it's just a really neat experience from my end of that fear old stories making a choice for my present day making a choice for my future and how I've been navigating it and so not 
you know, it's not perfect, right? I think that's been the other part is that I still have times where my body image isn't the best or I still have moments where I'm overthinking food or I have, you know, thoughts, whatever it is, come into my mind. But I've also realized that that doesn't mean I've retreated to my past. (laughs) Someone that has never had an eating disorder or disordered relationship to food and body can still have a bad body image day. And someone that hasn't had any of that in their past can still maybe overindulge a bit and eat a bit too much and then feel a certain way about their body or about themselves. Like, I think what it is is that when you're in a disordered state with it or like an actual eating disorder diagnosis, these experiences are just so heightened that it heightens the emotions around them. And so the fear, the anxiety, the guilt, the shame the like just upset with your body it all gets heightened to such extremes and then even as we recover or as things shift and change it's like our body and mind still hold on to that heightened emotion with the heightened experience versus someone that's never had that might have a poor body image day and it's just a day and then they move on or they might eat too much and not feel great about their bodies or in their bodies but the next day they move on Versus when you're stuck in patterns of heightened experiences and heightened emotions, that bad body image day can, you know, at least in my experience in the past, can trigger an entire like restriction cycle to follow or one night of eating a little bit too much can trigger like an entire binge cycle to follow. And so the more work you can do to neutralize those heightened experiences and neutralize those heightened emotions the less and less power you give to those. And I think that's why it's so important to not let a past fear or past story like hook, line, and sinker you into this label that you live with for your life. Like you can overcome it and you can move through it and you can move on and let the past go back to the past. Like the the past does not have to stay with us if we do not choose for it to. It takes work. And it takes intentional and it, intentionality and it takes awareness and it, it just takes work in general, right? To let go of the past and be in the present and all of these heebie-jeebie words you want to put in there. But I just, it's that reminder of like, it is possible. What was once such a heightened extreme experience and emotion can be neutralized and can just be a day-to-day occurrence that you feel come up and then you feel let go. And it doesn't have to stay with you. It doesn't have to dictate your present and dictate your future and pull you in. And so that is where I'm at. That's where I've been with things. Those are my current realities and realizations and processes. And maybe a part of this resonated. Maybe none of it did. Who knows? But I I just hope you can take something away from this or it got you thinking, whatever it might be. I'm here if you ever want to chat, if you ever want to connect. I would love to hear your experience, your thoughts, your perspective of this. And as always, like if you think you have someone in your life that could benefit from this, you can share with them. You can share on IG. Any little bit of love sharing with the, IG, with the podcast goes a long way. So thank you for listening. I'm on Instagram at Emily Feichels if you would like to connect. And I just so, so appreciate you being here. So without further ado, I'll talk to you all next time. Bye.